Realty. This show is part of the Thrill Me Podcast Network. Experience more on Facebook and YouTube. And welcome to the Reveal Rob show. I am your host, Reveal Rob, coming at you after a HHN trip of a lifetime, man. That's right, going to be talking about the HHN trip I'm coming back from. Got to do that over the weekend. Can't wait to talk about that. Also, this week, reviewing the newest Illumination film uh, to hit the streaming services. That is Minions Rise of Gru. I'm going to give my thoughts on that, as well as all of the latest news that's going on. Uh, quick update here. Not a whole lot of DC th- things to talk about. Pretty much nothing DC to talk about. Going to be pretty heavy horror talk on this episode, man. Before we get into all of that, uh, please follow the Throw Me Podcast Network on YouTube, on Facebook, on Instagram, on freaking TikTok, dudes and ladies. We got some stuff going on, man. So appreciate all the support and appreciate anybody that can come over there, like, subscribe, and share with all your friends, man. We're having a great time over there. All the great shows. You got the Metal Groove, Haunters Podcast, who just did their new episode, talked about their HHN. I was there with them, so I got to uh, live it with them, uh, as well as the rest of the pack. We were there together having a pretty good dang time, if I say so myself. Go check out Haunters Podcast episode. They're talking about all the houses, the scare zones, and their time, food, merch, all that great stuff over there, man. Um, and then, of course, you got Mr. Wonderful Shows coming. You've got Improper Guidance coming. All the good stuff going down, man. And let's go ahead and get into this show. So, yes, Halloween Horror Nights, the event, the premiere Halloween extravaganza uh, finally took place for me, man. My trip finally happened. Finally got to go on the thing that I look forward to most every year. It's the main thing I look forward to every year. Just ended the trip. I'm already clamoring and ready to go. Well, you know, taking taking a little breather, you know, <laughs> regathering my leg strength because my legs and feet are shot, man. They are shot for sure. What a time. A lot of walking going on. But I will say, I uh, pre-gamed a little bit. You know, a couple couple weeks before the trip, I made myself go out and do a lot of walking during the day. and Went for walking during my lunch breaks at work. Went walking at night, got the lakes ready. And I felt a lot better this year, you know, walking around HHN. Because it is a lot of walking, man. So I felt a little bit better. But, you know, definitely that last night, my feet were done, man. My legs were still kind of good. But my feet were like, freaking, we hate you, dude. We hate your living freaking guts, man. <laughs> and uh, they, they, let the, they let the rest of my body know. And, you know, we, we went through it. But we got through it, man. So, yeah, got to do Halloween Horror Nights. Stayed at the lovely Sapphire Falls 
resort, my favorite resort without doubt. I haven't done all the other resorts. Maybe it's not fair to say that, but I think even with doing the other resorts, I don't think anything would live up to Sapphire, man. What a what a fantastic resort. And I just love going there. The boats. Feels like feels like the pack stomping grounds, man. You know, we all we all gather around at Sapphire, we all take the boat to the theme park, we all have a great time and that's you know Again, solid HHN year, man. I got to do all 10 houses. That was a great time. You know, I'm not going to do my ranking on this episode. That'll be at a later time. Still, you know, figuring that out. I do have three houses. I think um, very solid on that will be in my top three. You know, the order kind of follows my movie list for the year, actually, because I have three films that are my absolute favorite of the year, but I don't have them ranked yet. And right now, you know, thinking about the HHN houses, I have the three houses that, you know, were my favorites, but I don't have them fully ranked yet. I will definitely have that for you on a future um, episode, whether it's this, whether it's a Throw Me Podcast Network event. Who knows? Any and everything can happen over here. Um, but had a great time, man. You know, I really love Halloween Horror Nights and all 10 houses. Well, you know, two of the houses. <laughs> um have mixed feelings on, I guess. Um, the the uh, the uh, Hellblock Horror House that one was, I, I probably my least favorite house. You know, it's between that and um, shockingly Spirit of the Coven. Like that house, I was looking forward to, and maybe it was just a bad run. You know, I, I'm not gonna say anything bad about the actors or anything, because the actors are doing everything they can. It's just. I don't know. I think the run I had was first the Coven. Only got to do it once. Only got to do most of these houses once. Uh, the the run I had with that just wasn't didn't nail it for me. Um, I was interested in the story. I was I was pretty hyped on the house if I remember correctly. But you know, sadly, it just you know didn't live up to me. But Hellblock Horror, it just felt like it was there. You know, uh, I just felt like they well we needed a tenth house. Let's put this here and then you know hearing the back behind the behind the scenes stories and all that stuff about how they had to rush this one because it was supposed to be another house uh, that they didn't get the uh, IP contract right for. So you know, I, I get it. They rushed it. The uh, the crew tried their best. I saw them doing what they could in the house with the uh, you know again bringing up the pack members. I saw them getting the pack pretty good in the house, but um. Yeah, I don't know. That house just didn't do much for me. The Hellblock Horror House. Uh, Spirits of the Coven. You know, I like witches. I like all that stuff. It's just the house didn't really give me much to work with, sadly. Um, but the other eight houses, so good, man. It's going to be tough. Tough to, I think, rank them. Like I said, I got my three that I'm pretty solid about. I probably have a pretty solid top five. There are some, you know, six, seven, and eight will probably be the fight I'm going to have here. But uh, And then one, two, and three. But good time with the houses. The house was great. The scare zones were really good as well. I think the absolute best 100% absolutely loved zone as I start to talk like William Shatner for some reason. Um, my absolutely favorite zone was Graveyard Deadly Unrest. That was my most hype zone. I love, I love like a spooky you know, classic and you know, Graveyard Scaries is always a great classic, especially with um you know, most recently with Annabelle Comes Home, they have an amazing graveyard spook scene in there. And, you know, the graveyard is such a classic, scary story tale. So um, I absolutely love that scare zone. Again, I'm not ranking anything here. That was just, you know, my favorite scare zone of the scare zones and everything. But I had a good time with HHN as always. Love doing that, especially love doing that with this great pack of friends we got together here, man. I just love hanging out with them. You know, Hunter's Cop podcast, brethren. You got the friends of the show. I'm not going to say their names in case they want to be, you know, 
they don't want to be shouted out or anything, but, uh, if they do, I'll shout them out on another episode if they listen to this one, but, um, that's, that's what I look forward to, man, I can't imagine HHN without these people now, they, they just add so much to the event, and being with them, and hanging out with them, and having a good time with them is awesome, man, um, so, yeah, you know, I'll do the rankings on a future, like I said, I don't know when I'll do that, I gotta get that together, maybe next week's episode, maybe on a, a Throw Me Podcast Network special event, but, Loved the time down there. I got to do a scare actor dining experience for the first time ever. And that was cool, man. I liked that idea. Uh, the food was fine. You know, mostly just ate pizza and hot chicken, you know, which is hilarious because I got the Nashville hot chicken and it was very hot. And I've to, I've been to Nashville and I've had the Nashville hot chicken and it wasn't that hot. But uh, this chicken was definitely very spicy. I got to uh, wash that down with a cheese pizza. No toppings. Um, that was weird. I don't know why they wouldn't give you more pizza, especially at the pizza place. But hey, you know, that's, I guess, their thing. Had some gelato. That was good as well. You know, it was a cool experience. Got to take a photo with uh, Michael Myers and a mummy. Uh, those are up on my uh, Instagram, Review It Rob. Uh, and again, follow the Throw Me Podcast Network. It's got some great photos up there of the event. Um, and I believe we're going to have the Ghoulish Show up on our YouTube. If you want to check that out, that is the Lagoon Show. Um, and I enjoyed both shows uh you know again i'll talk about more stuff about the event later as we get there um you know i enjoyed both shows i think the ghoulish show i have parts that i love and i have parts that i'm like yeah could have done without that you know <laughs> kind of feels with that ghoulish show so we'll get there um once i capture my mind because i mostly like today i took the day off to rest you know i don't call me old i guess i don't know if you need to call me old or whatever i just add i like adding that in because i drove freaking seven hours yesterday like i i didn't i didn't fly to florida you know i drove and um as i'm getting older that drive is getting kind of worse you know because you're you're sitting there and it starts off fine you're rocking out you're jamming then you're like oh it's starting to get tedious because it's nothing but freaking trees you know it's all trees that you're looking at it's just interstate and then trees and it's like oh it's boring and you you're fighting off the freaking drowsiness because again it gets very boring and it's tiring and it's just i know probably sound like i'm whining because i'm just talking about driving but it's a thing, man. Trust me, it's a thing. And if anybody's done those trips, it is a, it's a hassle to say the least. So maybe I need to start looking into flying down to Florida and all that stuff for HHN and you know future trips because I want to go down there more. I'm a freaking annual pass holder and I barely go down to the park. Um, this year I did. I have made several trips this year, so I, I've gotten some use. And honestly, one trip down there with the annual pass is kind of pays for itself because you know when you think of price of tickets and parking and all that stuff but um had a good time didn't really get any merch yet plenty of time to still buy merch which i will do later uh, i was gonna get a chucky shirt they didn't have it in my size struggles of being me but um you know we'll we'll get there when we get there i'll buy more stuff probably posters because i love buying posters and wall art and all that stuff and throwing them on the walls because i just love the imagery and all that but you know i'll talk more about hhn there overall fantastic trip loved it uh Thankful for the pack members. Enjoy all of them. They are great people. Love spending time with them. They help um, add even more specialness to a special event. So, Halloween Horror Nights 31. Fantastic, man. Is it my favorite year that I've been to? I don't know. We'll talk about that later, maybe. But, there you go, man. Let's go ahead and jump into the review for this week, which I think is very fitting. Because when I checked into my hotel room, and I don't know if you've ever been to, you know, resorts. Uh, especially like a Universal Resort or anything, they, on their TV they'll have their theme park stuff 
uh, or something Universal related will be on their screen because they're obviously going to advertise their stuff as they freaking should. So as soon as I get in the room, what do I hear? Freaking minions. You know, I hear the minion voices and all that stuff. And, you know, I was just putting all my stuff up and it was just the same trailer playing over and over and over and over again. I'm like, dude, like, give me something else here. Like, normally you give me the Velocicoaster commercial or the Universal commercial or something else to do with the theme park commercial. They're just playing that minions commercial over and over and over again. And I was wondering why. And then I realized, oh, Minions, The Rise of Gru hit freaking streaming this week. It's finally on Peacock. So the film released back in like July. And then now, now it's finally on Peacock. It is um, started streaming on September 23rd. So yeah, the Friday when I checked in. So it's it's on Peacock for now. It's going to be on Peacock for four months, I believe it is. And it's going to be jumping over to Netflix for 10 months, I believe is the plan. And then it'll come back to Peacock for... Um, the universal property and everything. So I thought, cool, man, you'll, you know, I'll check this out and go into it. So here we go with the trailer and I'll be back with my thoughts on minions, the rise of group. Stopping it right there. Okay, so they're about to show one of the funny scenes in the movie in the trailer and freaking... No, I didn't watch this trailer other than like the clips they played in the hotel room over and over again. It wasn't the full trailer. They're just playing stuff over and over again. But yeah, cutting it off there because that was one of the funny parts to the movie. So Minions, The Rise of Gru. It is the latest in the... What is what is it? The fifth, sixth Minions movie? I gotta double check that. Alright, so let's see here. You got Despicable Me. You got Despicable Me 2. You've got Despicable Me 3. You've got Minions... And you got Minions, The Rise of Guru, and we've got Despicable Me 4 coming in 2024. So, I, you know, let's go to the stops real quick in this film before I jump into that. So, for the Minions, Rise of Guru is PG for some action, violence, and rude humor. It is, of course, a kids and family comedy film. It is one hour, 27 minutes, sweet spot of time there. It is in, uh, it's on Peacock. So, in the heart of the 70s. Amid a flurry of feathered hair and flared jeans, Gru is growing up in the suburbs. A fanboy of the supervillain supergroup known as the Vicious Six, Gru hatches a plan to become evil enough to join them. 
Luckily, he gets some mayhem making backup from his loyal followers, the Minions. Together, Kevin Stewart, Bob, and Otto, a new Minion, sporting braces and a desperate need to please, deploy their skills as they and grew, build their first lair, experiment with their first weapons, and pull off their first missions. Uh, Minions, The Rise of Gru on Rotten Tomatoes has a critic score of 70%, while the audience score is at an 89%. IMDb has a 6.6 out of 10. So, The Minions, Rise of Gru is the latest Minions film, obviously. And, it's, you know, I wonder if people are starting to get burned out on The Minions, obviously, from that score Obviously not. 89%. People are still into it. I know that some people are probably, you know, worn out with the minions. I can see it being annoying to some people. To me, I still find some enjoyment in the characters. Uh, even with the Universal theme park, seems like they're going pretty heavy on the minions. We'll see what Shrek's being built into. But it's heavily rumored that that's being turned into a minions thing, as well as the old Universal Monsters restaurants, apparently probably going to become something minion-related, uh, which is, you know, their prerogative. That's fine. But, you know, as far as the movies go, I've enjoyed what I've seen. I really like Despicable Me. Despicable Me 2, I think I enjoyed. Despicable Me 3, I don't remember. <laughs> you know, um, I haven't seen the Minions movie, but Minions The Rise of Gru is what I watched uh, before recording. And, you know, overall thoughts of the film is I did enjoy it for the most part. I, I've had my laughs. It felt pretty much like any... Uh, Minions thing I've seen before, you know, it's got the good little, you know, comedy bits in it, it's got the good laugh there in it, uh, Steve Carell's doing, still doing a great job with the uh, character of Gru, all that stuff, I think, you know, the comedy's there and the feel is there, uh, does it, you know, it's, it's set in the 70s, that's cool, I like the 70s vibe, I like some of the 70s Easter eggs they throw in there, as well as the universal Easter eggs that they throw in there, um, I, I like, like I said, I like some of the comedy of the film. The action of the film is fine as well. It is an animated film. Um, you know, but I don't know if it really does anything new or different. You know, obviously we're f following a young Gru instead of the adult Gru. We don't have the three girls in this movie, of course. But um, I don't think it's really anything all that different. You know, it's, you know, let's uh, put a little kid Gru in here and his adventures of growing old. We'll just call it a Minions movie instead of Gru. Um, well, you know, because we want to focus on the Minions, which the Minions play their part. And you can tell how important the Minions are to uh, the character of Gru and helping Gru and all that stuff. So I get the idea of the film. I think the film is fine. Uh, I, I, you know, is this something I'll watch on the regular? No, probably not. You know, if I ever do like a Despicable marathon or a minions marathon then yeah i'll watch it and again i got some laughs while watching it like the basic laughs you get from any kind of things the minions do the minions are goofy pretty much the minions are the three stooges um you know with their three characters there uh kevin stewart and bob you know they're the, they're basically the three stooges if you really want to sit down and think about it a little bit and you know you get that's your comedy bits and they they do they nail the comedy that they need they nail the heart that they need to nail you know the movies are fine it's just you know i'm not somebody that goes out and watch animated films you probably heard me say this many times probably said it last week when i was talking about pinocchio and you know these aren't the films made for me at this point in stage of my life when i was younger if these movies would have come out when i was younger i probably would have had you know, an absolutely abundant, a hilarious time and would have been like clamoring to see him in theaters and all that stuff. But this is the route for me now when it comes to these Minion movies or Spickable Me movies is I'll watch them once they hit Peacock and I'll be fine. Like I'll, I'll, I'd, I'd probably search it out and watch it at that, 
you know, rate. Like, again, I didn't know it was coming out this week, and that was kind of a surprise to me. I, I think I saw saw it when I was watching uh, Sunday Night Football. I saw the trailer for the preview for it. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I enjoyed it. Like I said, I didn't hate it. There were parts that, you know, definitely lost me, and I lost some interest in the film from time to time, but that's going to happen. Again, the movie's not made for adult me. You know, it is made for for a younger audience, which is perfectly fine. And the film itself is perfectly fine. I enjoyed what I enjoyed about it. It was easy to get through. It's only an hour and 30 minutes. There is a credit scene in there. So stay, stay to watch that. It's not too far into the credits. There is a good credit scene, which helps build toward the future as well. Um, I'm sure they'll keep making these minions movies. Like I mentioned before, there is a despicable me for film on the way. Uh, it's supposed to hit theaters in 2024. And I'm sure we'll get another uh, minion movie after that. You know, it's interesting that they're, you know, doing this uh, Gru storyline and the the history of Gru and the growing of Gru. But, you know, at the same time, the Minions movies, they're doing good. They're making money. And if those two things are happening, then you know that more films will be made because kids are a pretty easy audience to, I guess, send movies out to. <laughs> you know, I mean, why not? <laughs> why not just keep printing money with the uh, Minion characters? And again, I'm not burned out on the Minion characters there. They're funny. I find them funny. I laugh at them. I say boy a lot. I do the Beto thing a lot. Beto, Beto, Beto. So I find them funny. I was laughing while watching the film at times and points. And, you know, I enjoyed my time watching the movie. So, yeah, Minions The Rise of Gru. If you have enjoyed the Despicable Me films and the Minion films, you will obviously enjoy this one. Um, so, yeah, it is now on Peacock for the next four months, I believe it is. So, go ahead and check it out before it hits over to Netflix. And if you have Netflix, guess what? You can watch it over there, too. So, um, that's after the four months on Peacock. So, if you don't have Peacock, you only have Netflix, wait a couple months, it'll be on Netflix for you to watch. Uh, but there you go, man. I think the film was good. I, I enjoyed it. It's a good time, you know, moving forward. So, speaking of Netflix, uh, over the week since we talked they did their Tadum event that is their special event where they talk about all the stuff that is coming to the streaming service that is netflix so i um i didn't get to watch the event i was at universal when this was going down so i uh don't know everything that was announced or talked about or anything of that nature but i do have an article and I don't plan on going through all of this stuff, but I will skim through this article for all of you because that's what I do, man. I give you people the news, okay? And let's go ahead and go into this. So, stuff that took went down at the Tadum event, they did, of course, another Stranger Things blooper reel. They seem to do that a lot. Uh, Stranger Things Season 4 blooper reels out there if you want to check that out. Uh, the, let's see, first clip of the upcoming fantasy movie, The School for Good and Evil, was shown. Uh, a trailer for the upcoming third season of Outer Banks was released. Uh, there's a clip of Glass Onion as well as a clip of the Wednesday show shown. I don't know if you're like me, but I don't watch those things. Like, I'm good waiting for the, I guess, live showing or the first showing for me. I don't need to see clips of things. Like, you've already heard, I don't like watching more than the first trailer of movies, like, because too much stuff's given away. I don't need to see a clip of a show, man. <laughs> you know, I don't need to see a clip of a show. We'll get there. Uh, let's see. Trailer for the final season of Dead to Me debuted. Uh, they did some game talking because Netflix is getting into the gaming world. 
let's see, teaser for the upcoming season of Lupin was shown. Henry, Henry Cavill teased the third season of The Witcher. That's on the way. Uh, let's see, 1899 cast discussed their mysterious new series, which that does seem interesting. Uh, that's 1899. Let's see, Vikings, Valhalla, clip from Season 2. Again, I don't do clips. Behind-the-scenes stunts for Chris Hemsworth, Extraction 2 was shown. Trying to see, let's see, you Season 4 teaser debuted. I'm just scrolling through here some more. Blah, 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 blah. Let's see, Guillermo del Toro presented the behind-the-scenes segment for his upcoming Pinocchio film. So, yep, Guillermo del Toro does have a Pinocchio film coming as well. Stop motion, I believe, right? Uh, stop motion, yeah. Reese Witherspoon, Ashton Kutcher tease their upcoming romance, Your Place or Mine. Uh, see, uh, Cast Umbrella Academy revealed season three bloopers. Let's see, Jason Momoa teases upcoming fantasy movie Summerland. Emily in Paris released their first trailer for its upcoming third season. Crow season five was the Crown season five was announced, not the Crow. Uh, the Crown season five was announced. Uh, let's see, Shadow and Bone Season 2 trailer released. Just trying to skim through this and give you these things as quickly as possible. Behind-the-scenes teaser of spy thriller Heart of Stone starring Gal Gadot, Jamie Doran, and Aaliyah Bratt. The Hat uh, debuted. Let's see, And the trailer for Nola Holmes 2 was released. So there you go. A lot of stuff coming to the Netflix streaming service soon. Uh, biggest news for me that come out of this is that the Wednesday show will be premiering November 23rd. Uh, a lot of people kind of freaked out about that. They're like, oh, man, we're not getting that in time for Halloween. Listen, I kind of understand that for some people that is when they like to watch things of this nature. Because some people only watch spooky stuff during uh, the Halloween season. I'm not of that nature. I watch spooky stuff year-round. So, uh, the just looking in the history of the Addams Family here. So, the show, the, you know, the thing that kind of started off after the comics. The show debuted in September. Um, September 1964, right? Uh, let's see. When did the Adam Sterling movie come out? Uh, let's see. November 22nd, 1991. So there you go. The Adam Sterling movie in 1991 came out November 22nd. We've got this show coming out November 23rd. So there you go. Uh, Adam Sterling values, November 19th. Uh, so so November is like a Adam Sterling month. Remember, there's the Thanksgiving scene and uh, the Adam's Family Values film. So let's calm it down on <laughs> the uh, upset that the show isn't coming out in October. It's perfectly fine and okay that the show is not coming out in October. Like, it's it's perfectly fine and okay the film, <laughs> that the uh, show is coming out in November. Man, I'm excited either way, so can't wait. Uh, more Netflix news. Eddie Murphy, of course. We know that the Beverly Hills Cop 4 film is on the way, coming to Netflix. And he'll be reuniting with original Beverly Hills Cop co-stars Judge Reinhold, John Aston, Paul Reiser, and Bronson Pichot for the upcoming sequel. Beverly Hills Cop, Axwell Foley. Axwell it's Axel Foley, but Aquel Foley, if you know the franchise, you know. Uh, so I think that's the name instead of just Beverly Hills Cop 4. But uh, there you go. There you go, Zach. I uh, I got that news in there for you, buddy. Uh, I can't. I'm excited to see it, man. I mean, Beverly Hills Cop's a fun time. Let's see. More Netflix news. All right. Netflix just freaking taking over the show. Apparently, it's a Netflix episode. Uh, they have launched their Streams and Screams portal. That's right. Streams 
and Screams. It is its own dedicated page inside the Netflix uh, app, uh, spotlighting all of the streaming services, new and old holder content, original content, exclusive content, and other uh, categories found within the portal include Teen Screams, Zombie Vampires and Ghouls, Horrors, Hidden Gems, Family Halloween Treats, and Slashers and Serial Killers. Um, Netflix and horror. I know some people make jokes about Netflix's horror um, offerings. Sometimes it's not the best, but hey, you know, good on them for having this uh, portal that you can go to and look up all your horror stuff. Because, like I mentioned before, the people who just watch horror around uh, October and Halloween time, there you go. Uh, speaking of streaming services and horror offerings, Tubi has announced this lineup for the resurrection of Terror on Tubi. Excuse me. Terror. Freaking lost my voice there. Terror on Tubi. Uh, that is a month-long streaming celebration that begins on October 1st with of 13,000 spooky, eerie, thrilly, thrilling, and creepy, terrifying tales. Um, wow. 13,000. Jesus. Uh, six brand new Tubi originals, Alone in the Dark, Battle of the Beast, Bigfoot vs. Yeti, The Final Rose, a remake of the classic Terror Train, Lights, Camera, Murder, Scream, and A Party to Die For. Uh, Terror on Tubi will also offer timeless Halloween content, totaling 27,000. That's right, 27,000 hours of movies and TV shows, including horror films such as Stephen King's It!, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre Hellraiser, Twilight Zone the Movie, Interview with the Vampire, Silence of the Lambs, Predators, and more. Uh, under that and more is their original Titanic 666. Check out my review on that one. I definitely watched that for sure. Uh, also, go ahead and announce that uh, AMC's Fear Fest begins this week. Um, AMC's Fear Fest is a little more... Um, I don't want to put this... Grown up. I guess, uh, then the, uh, what is it? It's not ABC freeform freeforms, Halloween offerings. So, uh, both of them show films uh, for like 30 days or whatever for, for the, again, for the month of October. Uh, it, and they're very repetitive, very, very repetitive. For example, I looked at AMZ's offering for the, the, uh, the 29th and the first and yeah, you know, they're showing the Halloween films like Halloween four, five, six resurrection, uh, original Halloween, and then the very next day, Halloween, four, five, six, Resurrection, the original. <laughs> you know, it's like, all right, man, come on. So that's kind of what happens with Freeform and uh, AMCs when they do the the uh, spooky and horror offerings. They kind of repeat things over and over again. So if you're into it, you're into it, that's fine. You know, I definitely have indulged in both over time because who doesn't love watching Hocus Pocus and Halloween films over and over and over again? Yeah, I have done it. Speaking of Hocus Pocus, I'm going to be watching that movie this week for sure because the new Hocus Pocus film releases this week, if I am correct, which I believe I am. Hopefully I am. I've been telling people all week that uh, during the during the Halloween Horror Nights trip that, hey, Hocus Pocus comes out. Yep, Hocus Pocus coming out September 30th. So Hocus Pocus 2 going to be here soon as well. I think Rob Zombie's Monsters is out this week as well. Am I about to have a... Super Double Feature, man. Super Double Feature, Rob Zombie's Monsters film releases on September 27th. So, yeah, it's releasing this week. Let's freaking go, dude. Double Feature. Let's go. All right. Uh, let's see. New Cloverfield movie is in the works. The next installment 
that is currently in development over at Paramount Pictures and will be the fourth Cloverfield film. Uh, the first film came out in 2008 with the film Cloverfield, which was a found footage film. Uh, the second, Ten Cloverfield Lane, came out in 2016. A third Cloverfield film, geez, that's hard to say fast, uh, came out in 2018. It was a space thriller, The Cloverfield Paradox. Wow, they went to space. All right. Um, I didn't watch any of them. Not a single one of these films. So uh, when the fourth one's coming up, who knows? I don't know what to think. I'm not a big found footage person, so that's why I haven't seen the first Cloverfield film. Um, as far as the other ones, I remember John Goodman and Mary Elizabeth Winstead were in that one, 10 Cloverfield Lane, right? So I should have seen it for them, but I never got around to seeing that. And then I didn't even know about the Cloverfield Paradox, to be honest with you. So another Cloverfield film coming for those who, geez, that's hard to say, fast. Um, if you're interested, cool. There you go. Yeah, new one coming. Let's see. David Cronenberg's iconic film Scanners is in development as a TV series on HBO Max. Uh, the series will be set within the world of Cronenberg's film with the uh, synopsis saying, quote, pursued by relentless agents with unimaginable powers, two women living on the fringes of modern society must learn to work together to topple a vast conspiracy determined to bring them to heel. End quote. Um, original film was released back in 1981. Uh, scanners tells the story of a man who discovers he is one of the select few scanners or people who have the incredible, powerful psychic ability. Uh, the man is then recruited by a military contractor to stop an evil scanner. Um, I haven't seen the original scanners. It is on my list of films to watch, and hopefully I'll get to be watch that soon. But yeah, there we go. Uh, Shudder which I've gone on record saying is my favorite streaming service, has announced a secret screening is coming. Uh, live on Shutter TV on October 1st, happening at 10 p.m. Eastern Time. Shutter will be having a secret screening. So if you have Shutter, which you should have, go ahead and jump over there and take a look at that. Um, like I said, that is all the horror news I have. Uh, DC-wise, I don't have really anything. Nothing's really come out. Uh, there was a rumor. I mean, there was... You know, Leslie Grace shared some behind-the-scenes stories of Batgirl. I'm honestly sick of talking about Batgirl at this point. If you want to go check that out, go check it out. I'm, I'm just done talking about Batgirl. Um, uh, there's a rumor that Dwayne The Rock Johnson said that he wants uh, Black Adam to face the Justice League and the Suicide Squad. Uh, uh, sure, I guess. <laughs> um... I, you know, let's hopefully build towards that instead of that just being the next Black Adam film because, you know, you kind of hope that Black Adam would, you know, I don't know, face Shazam, you know, or Shazam to be in one of these films before, you know, he takes on the Justice League or the Suicide Squad, which last time I checked, Shazam, not there. So what are we doing? You know, <laughs> what are we doing here, Rocky? I know you went out of your way to make sure Shazam wasn't in your first film, but I would hope that eventually, you know, and sooner rather than later, that Shazam would be in a Black Adam film, or Black Adam and Shazam would be crossing paths at some point in time, because last time I checked, Shazam and Black Adam are the story. You know, Black Adam is Shazam's villain, so I get it. You know, they're you're probably trying to get two different fills and storylines here. Shazam's a little more comical than what you're going for, but again... You're playing a character that is associated with Shazam. So let's get there before we start worrying about the Justice League 
and the Suicide Squad. Okay, and let's see. Uh, like I said, other than that, I don't have really any other DC stuff to talk about. And then final bit of news here is big congratulations to James Earl Jones for a long iconic career as the voice of Darth Vader. The reason I'm saying that is because James Earl Jones is stepping away from doing the voice of Darth Vader. Well, kind of stepping away from uh, doing the voice of Darth Vader. Uh, the way I take this is he is no longer doing anything new for the voice of Darth Vader. He has, however, signed over the rights to his voice to filmmakers to use um, AI technology to use his voice for the character of Darth Vader going forward saying that he wished to keep Vader alive, end quote. Um, James Earl Jones, obviously, you know, he is the voice of Darth Vader. We've loved him. We've heard it most recently with the, um, is that a spoiler, is it? I'm, the show's been out long enough as it is. With the, um, blanking on the name, man. It's been a long, long couple of days. <laughs> um, Jesus, what is the name of the show? Oh my God, this is ridiculous. I loved that show. I had a great time with that show. Obi-Wan Kenobi. The Kenobi show. The Kenobi show. Jesus. I can't believe it was that tough. Um, but yeah. Obviously, amazing. Job is Darth Vader. Amazing job is Mufasa. He's not doing the voice for young Mufasa, which, meh. But, um, <laughs> you know, looks like his voice will be still there for Darth Vader as long as filmmakers want to use it. Uh, he's given the right for his AI, so I guess they would, you know, do whatever technology does to make that happen. I don't know. I'm not technologically smart on stuff like that but there you go man what a show <laughs> you know a lot of news a lot of netflix news the uh, freaking spooky season is upon us so a lot of uh networks and streaming services are jumping in on that bandwagon uh shutter has a special screening coming up again on october 1st be sure to check that out uh, Monsters, Rob Zombie's Monsters film, and Hocus Pocus 2 both released this week, so be sure to check out both of those. Do a double feature. I will be doing a double feature myself with those. I'll probably watch them as soon as they come out and then do a double feature later. But I'm so excited for both of those films, man. I'm, I'm a love Rob Zombie. If you haven't already known this about me, guess what? I love Rob Zombie. Yeah, I do like all of his films. Eat it. I don't care. Um, I can't wait to see his Monsters film. Did the tra first trailer come out? Could it have been better? Sure. Sure. But I don't care, man. It still looks like it's going to be a good, fun time. And Hocus Pocus, dude. Love that movie. I've loved that movie forever. And I'm getting a part two finally after all these years. We're getting part two. Probably going to review both of those next week. Um, so can't wait, man. Uh, HHN happened. Finally got to do HHN again. I would love to be able to get back there to do um, the event again this year. Because I had a really good time. Um and again, just huge appreciation and a shout out for the uh, the pack, the crew, man. Love all of you guys. I got no problem saying it. Love you all. You're amazing. Thank you for spending time and letting me in to uh, your lives and us all being, you know, a really tight knit group that goes and enjoys freaking grotesque things. You know, what else could you ask for? In life? But uh, thank you all for listening to the show i appreciate all of you again please follow the throw me podcast network on youtube on instagram almost at twitter not twitter <laughs> instagram youtube facebook even freaking tiktok man you can find the throw me podcast network over there all the shows give us a like give us a subscribe give us a share we appreciate all of you taking the time to listen to our shows and remember as always that happiness can be found even in the darkest of times, if one remembers to turn on the light. Talk to you all next episode.
Thank you for joining me this week. Make sure you hit the subscribe button to get updates on all new episodes. As well, follow me on Twitter at review underscore it underscore Rob. Stay tuned for more adventures.